Welcome to the Before Hours episode of the After Hours Alternative, a show on FM 100.4, the voice of Nast University, Islamabad. My name is Jalal Kesir, and you don't know me, but that's okay, because this is goodbye. After Hours Alternative, a show on FM 100.4, the voice of Nast University, Islamabad. You can also listen to us on patari.pk, either at the desktop website or on the mobile app. Simply search for the After Hours Alternative with my name, Jalal Kesir. That's Jalal with a J and Kesir with a K. This is the last episode I'll be recording before the summer holidays. Now, I've been wanting to record this episode for a long time. And for a really long time, I had no idea of what I would be talking about on this episode. And I say that in the past tense so that maybe I can trick my brain into thinking that I have some idea of what to talk about right now. The truth of the matter is there's a thing that people say, which is that if you want to get something done, to give it to somebody who has no time for doing another thing. Now, the profoundness of that statement, I hope can be understood by many of our listeners themselves with a simple idea being that a person that is not doing much probably does have work to do but simply isn't getting around to it whereas once you start going you start building up what we know in economics as the economies of scale the concept of the economies of scale is that the more that production increases the less costs that you bear for production we see this generally for example if you go to the wholesale market you'll get things on a lower cost per unit and the same idea is being applied to the productivity of human beings that when you start going you you cut out procrastination time you cut out waiting time and you cut out inefficiency and you become much more efficient and to be very honest i know about this in my life the friends of mine who do work regularly are ready to help out with work that they want to do whereas somebody who isn't working anywhere if you give them one thing to do then that task will be the entirety of the work that they do 100% of the work that they have to do will be that one task whereas for somebody who's already busy this one task would be just more an, an extra 10% of what they're wanting to do In all my life I've been a terrible terrible serial procrastinator. The reasons for that run deep. They're pretty traumatic. They have to do with my childhood. I would never talk about them on air much less even with friends and family or in therapy. Over the past year I had a lot of realizations and a lot of epiphanies uh that made me feel very weird when I realized oh this comes from there that comes from there. I've I think I've spoken about this in a previous episode that I'm glad I don't think that you can move on from your traumas unless you acknowledge that they're there which is something that friends of mine know I often say and hopefully listeners of the show will have heard before however it does bear repeating 
I also think that sometimes a lot of the profound truths end up being the same because I don't think that the truth is as complex as lies are. And so it sort of ends up being that it kind of sounds like something that you've heard before. One thing that I am very glad for that has happened in the past few weeks is that I feel myself changing again. In all my life, when I look back on it, one thing has been constant, and that is change. And I've been very proud of that fact. Allah Iqbal said, and it's very possible that I'm not saying this correctly. Ye kainat abhi na tamam hai shayad. Kya rahi hai dam adam sadae kun fayakun. I believe that the simple objective truth of this universe lies in change and complexity. Things are simple on the surface but complex deep down. Take anything, take this mobile phone that can fit easily in the palm of your hand, that fits easily in your pocket, that fits easily in the cup holder, in your car. Some people even have those rings that they put on the back of their mobile phones. My point is that it's not as huge as the computers that we used to work on and yet there's there are very few things that the average person cannot do on their mobile phone you have adobe photoshop on your phone you have video editing softwares on your phone you can have a garage band which is a music making software on your phone i read about music making sometimes and you would be surprised to believe about a bunch of bands and hip hop artists that make their beats on their phone that do the recordings on their phone the mix and master everything on their phone this podcast or radio show right now is being recorded on my phone and some people even said ke i could tell that the previous episodes were recorded on your phone and now you're recording them in the studio that's good keep recording them in the studio you know that code that says smile and nod and then do whatever the f you were going to do in the first place <laughs> i kind of think about that sometimes i really worry about where the line should be drawn on self awareness i would recommend everyone that's listening who's interested in the topic of self awareness to go to markmanson.net mark manson is an author that i've talked about a lot on this show and i talk about him a lot to my friends and my family because i believe he is one of the best writers of this time look at markmanson.net and search for self awareness he has a couple of very short articles none of his articles have been long enough that i couldn't read them while traveling while waiting in the car in short amounts of time while waiting for the teacher to write very short articles with pin packed with with practical useful knowledge that few could argue with Look up self-awareness and see what Mark Manson has to say about self-awareness. Make a note in your phone. Also, make notes on your phone. If you want to go the extra mile, keep a notebook with you. Thoughts that come to you are beautiful, unique gems that you have arrived at yourself after taking in a lot of input. The brain doesn't stop taking input ever. Even when you're asleep, how many of you have had that dream where you you were hearing a song in your sleep and then you woke up and that was the song that was on your alarm? Or that your mother was waking you up and in it and in the dream, an intergalactic alien with eight blue tentacles was saying, "Ut bagher ta fajar nahi padni tera baap padega fajar." 
I plan for this to be a shorter episode. Harvard, I have no idea how long it's going to go. It simply depends on how many thoughts I can squeeze out of my noggin. Already I've had to sort of pause the recording in places to gather myself and think of what next to say. I keep thinking about Gatorade and Skittles and mixing them together. Something I've never done while I wasn't fasting and yet while I'm fasting, I think of the most insane things that I want to eat together. I really worry that by the 30th fast, I, I'll full on be fantasizing about being a cannibal. I hope not. That's such a disturbing thing to say. Why would I say that? And the good thing about fasting is that once you do um, break your fast, I find that the cravings, the specific cravings that you were having throughout the day, they go away. Which is interesting to me. I really want to think about the psychology of it. However, I'm too water-deprived to be thinking that much. But maybe some of our listeners can think back on it and think about what's going on there. I wonder if I've said this on the show before because it's something that I remember saying to a very dear friend of mine and it's something that I believe. One good thing can wipe away a hundred bad things. You can wait a hundred days for a single thing to happen, but once that one thing happens, the hundred things, the hundred days of wait matter less in comparison to that one thing. I'm really fascinated by the concept that some religions have that on the day of judgment your sins won't be counted and your good deeds won't be counted, but instead they'll be weighed. I believe everything is weighed. I believe our emotions are weighed. I believe the love that we hold for other people is weighed. You could say a bunch of nice things a million times, but I think saying it once would get the meaning across to the other person. I think happiness is the the shallow surface level sort of happiness that a lot of people claim to feel when they're wasting their times about in their day. And then they come back home and the first thing they do is that they write, they go to Facebook and they write a nihilistic sort of status where we all want to die. Perhaps it's because while there might have been joy and happiness and excitement and fun that we were experiencing throughout the day, maybe it didn't hold any actual weight. Maybe we should be looking towards the things that we do to be more meaningful. One of my goals in life is to absolutely not do anything that isn't meaningful. And the irony of it is that sometimes in life we have to do some things that are absolutely meaningless but they're important to do. I said this to someone recently and he said, You don't understand. There are some things that we just have to do. And I didn't want to say this to them because I don't think that they could have understood this at that time. But if there's something that you have to do, then there's no effing way that it's meaningless. There's that episode of The Simpsons in which Homer Simpson's boss puts up a sign. A lot of people will have seen this meme. There's a sign on this office that his boss puts up and that sign says, Don't forget, you're here forever. And Homer Simpson puts up pictures of his baby daughter on it. And when he looks back, the the pictures are covering some of the letters. And instead the sign says, do it for her. 
I believe it was the philosopher Albert Camus. It was probably not him, but he's the only philosopher I can think of right now. He said that he who has a why can withstand any how. I believe I've said this before on the podcast as well. I was talking to a friend about this podcast and I said that I want to do a final episode in which I discuss all the concepts that we've touched upon in the previous episodes with myself, with the listeners, with Aun Shams and with the Ruja Safir. And she said, no, that's cheesy as hell. Please don't do that. Do that, but don't announce at the top of the show that this is a Concepts of the Week episode, guys. Welcome to the Concepts of the Week episode. And she said, that's going to sound terrible. And to her credit, right now I just said it and I hate that. I would not listen to that show if I were you. Exhaust yourself meaningfully. I found this phone wallpaper a few years ago and it changed the way I think. I also find it beautiful about knowledge that a small thing, a small kernel, a small sentence can burrow inside your head and change the way you think about anything. I have, I purchased this art book, it's barely 20 pages, it's like a short art comic book with just one image on one page called After You Die by Ramin Nazer. If you look it up online, you'll find a free version of it. Uh, it's split up into images on his website, that's Ramin Nazer, R-A-M-I-N-N-A-Z-E-R. He operates Rainbow Brain Skull, he's another artist that I really admire. He has a short book called After You Die. Each page has this has beautiful, surreal, psychedelic, artistic, colorful drawing of one model of possibility that he's entertaining about what happens after you die. And the cover says, no religious agenda, exclamation mark, which is something that I love. And a lot of us can't come to terms with death. A lot of us hold on to a lot of dogmas and stigmas and ideologies. However, they still don't actually give us peace. If they do, then that's great. However, I should say because um, Sometimes I say a thing and in my head I can see a straw man argument already taking place. There are a lot of people who say their beliefs very miserably. Obviously exaggerated, but you guys understand what I'm talking about. There are a lot of people who you can sort of tell that are trying to fill the depression hole with something that claims to be final. And yet, if it's not giving you a final a sense of finality, then perhaps, perhaps it's not the best. And of course, you can get angry at uh, whatever, any alternative belief that someone presents to you. And I mean genuinely belief, I don't mean... <sighs> there are ways of saying everything. And the way you say it can transform what you're saying from a belief or an ideology into complete BS. If you believe that what you believe is truly right and good for the world, convince people. Because there is no way that you can force people into, into realizing that what you're saying is the truth. And perhaps, perhaps, the things that we want other people to desperately believe, we should be looking at our own values as well. And it's a struggle, it's a constant fight. There are many things that I believe in that I wouldn't even say to everybody. Because I believe, you know, people aren't ready for it. But that's the thing. I can't beat someone over the head with feminism as much as I like to. 
genuinely genuinely you can only appeal to people's senses now if a person isn't sensible then that is not your problem your duty is to appeal to senses your duty is to make sure that some sense prevailed in someone at the end of the day it really does all come down to kindness whatever you're afraid of if you believe that and i can only say this i think through an analogy or through a euphemism if you say nay i only like black coffee and people who like creamed coffee are the worst people and i don't believe that they're people and i think those people should be ostracized in society and i think that they should be made fun of and i think that they should be beat up and i think that their home should be destroyed and i think that their ideology is completely flawed just because of the fact that i love black coffee it's the only coffee for me perhaps the main issue comes down to the fact that this is just very unkind unfair and bigoted whatever your belief is and i'm not just talking about religion of course you have to realize that we're living in shared space there is nothing there is no single thing that a person right now in this world owns that other people do not own as well that other people cannot lay claim to as well our bodies are the same as other people's bodies no matter how different mine might be our phones everybody has phones everybody is on the internet your opinion isn't the only opinion that deserves to live on the internet everybody lives in your city everybody lives in your everybody who lives in your country they all have different beliefs about different things if you think that your thing is right it should be giving you a sense of finality and peace if you're lacking that sense of finality and peace then i i don't think that your thing might be right If the only defense that you have is anger then that's not good and trust me i'm not even talking about any specific thing because i think that the same ideology is right when one person practices it and it's completely wrong when another person practices it the same exact thing in life a lot of people might understand this sometimes you see people for example you you'll see people on your television who are trying to be like sharukh khan and they're trying to do the same exact thing and yet it looks terrible on them and it looks sober on him you have people that can get away with doing one thing and other people simply cannot get away with doing the same thing i believe ideologies religions political beliefs are the exact same i think it all depends i think it all comes down to how you feel about it to how you're practicing it to how you're embodying it i've always had this long beard mulbi wali i've had i've always wanted to follow the sunnah of the prophet since i was a young kid and though i had that beard but yet i wasn't a very friendly i wasn't a very nice person and a teacher of mine did say کہ جب تم غصہ کرو گے اینڈ سم بی ایلس ول سی یو اینڈ مولوی تھا امیڈیٹلی سیڈ میں مولوی نہیں ہوں بیکاز دیٹس ناٹ وٹ آئی ایم کلیمنگ ٹو بی اینڈ ہی سیڈ انفارچونیٹلی دیٹس وٹ یو آر گیونگ آف بائی بینگ ریلیجس اینڈ ہیونگ دس ہیوج بیئرڈ ان دا سیونتھ گریڈ بیکاز آف مائی گروتھ اسپرٹ اینڈ آن دی ادر سائڈ یو آر گیونگ آف دی امیج دیٹ یو آر اے ویری روڈ پرسن بیکاز یو آر اسکاؤلنگ آل دا ٹائم اینڈ یو ڈونٹ ٹاک ٹو اینی بڈی نائسلی 
I auditioned for this radio job and I spoke in the voice that I just speak in because that's like my kind voice because I used to shout a lot and I still do but I used to shout and I used to have a terrible shrill voice that wasn't very pleasing on the ear and then I realized that I need to tone it down I need to become a calmer person and I started meditating and etc and just this is the voice that I try to speak in now to people because i want them to know that i'm sincere i want you to know that what i'm saying i believe in and i and i'm telling you because i care about you ramin nazer who i just talked about also has a book called i love everyone look it up it's pretty nice it mentions there's a section on siblings it said it has a picture of a kid and he says i hate my brother and he says well do you want me do you want me to do you want me to beat him up and he says no i just wish he would stop taking my stuff and he says well then you don't hate him you love him then there's another one that says um bullies i hate bullies well do you want me to kill this bully no i just wish he would stop being mean to people well then you love the bully dictators and tyrants i hate this dictator he's a ruthless leader of this country well do you want me to kill him yes Do you want me to torture him? Yes. Do you want me to torture him forever? No. I just wish he would treat us nicely. Well then, you love him. You should really look up this book. It's called I Love Everyone by Rami Nazarin again. It's free on the internet. Also, if you send me a message on Facebook, I'll send you a copy of it. Or you could buy it. It's for I think $5 for the PDF and it's $12 for the hard copy. It's it's money to worth spending if you want to support that kind of art i do think that i'm going to be wrapping up this episode pretty soon because i also want to play some songs that i like that i think people should be listening to unfortunately i don't think the patari version of this episode will have those songs included but again i'm very approachable to send me an inbox or something i guess and i'll just send you those songs myself because I love you all. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope it brought some value to your life. I hope even if there's one thing that one person understood or believed or because of which they felt themselves getting better or their lives getting better or motivated them to make somebody else's life better. Let me know, I think, is that will make me very happy. But I'm going to assume that it did. another thing that lamek bal said very quoted very cliched and very cheesy i think i think it's nice to end this episode out on lamek bal said dil se jo baat nikalti hai asar rakhti hai taaqat e parwaz magar rakhti hai my name was is and will always be jalal kasir you were listening to the after hours alternative